Mrs. Netzinger was my fifth grade teacher, and she had those Coke bottle glasses with the giant eyes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? If you've ever seen like a butterfly dead on a sedan grill, those are the sort of the size of her eyes. <laughs> and she leaned over me with her breath that had sort of the smell of, again, like a coyote and a wolf making out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she said, uh, she said, Abraham, look at your handwriting. And I said, well, I'm looking at it, Mrs. Netzinger. And she said, you'll never amount to anything. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's, that's how good my handwriting is. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is made possible by Utah Humanities as part of the Utah Center of the Book's annual Utah Humanities Book Festival. We aim to highlight authors and writers that will be coming to the Utah Humanities Book Festival and beyond. My name is Case Johnston, manager for the Utah Center for the Book, and the author of the memoir Beyond the Grip of Cranial Synestosis, two novels, Let the Wild Grasses Grow and Cast Away, forthcoming in June 2024. We record this podcast on Historic 25th Street in Ogden, Utah, inside the Monarch Building, produced by the Banyan Collective. And it's really probably the most fun anybody's ever had, period. So anyway, today, Literary Deathmatch Podcast, uh, we're going to start with the host. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, introduce yourself. I'm Adrian Tadzanig. I'm the host and creator of Literary Deathmatch. We've done it in uh, 73 cities around the world. And uh, tonight is our 541st show ever, which is an insane amount. And I'm an author. I wrote a book called Collision Theory. It didn't win awards, but got nominated for one. So that's enough to make you go buy it now. Uh, It's great. Uh, Somebody just said it was so fast, they couldn't stop reading it. They read it in a night. So it's like The Road, because I know other people read The Road that fast, so I'm just going to compare it to that. Uh, I'm a screenwriter. My short film that you can't see um, won some awards in Australia. And I do live in Melbourne, Australia now. I think that's enough about me. Next. Okay. Well, then next. Wait. Wait, he said The Road. Are you talking about Kerouac or McCarthy? Uh, I'm definitely Cormac. talking about Cool Jack. No, I'm talking about Cormac McCarthy. Right. But apparently Truman Capote said about Kerouac's The Road, he said that's, that's not writing, that's typing. Mm. Wow, that's interesting. Strange thought stuff. I like that. Was tidbits with not good riz. All right. Um. (laughs) So next we'll go with uh the winning the winningest all time, the man literary death match winningest of all time. Yeah, a perfect record. Yeah, perfect record. Five medals or four? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, four. I think maybe five. I think five mythically, but I think four truly. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Howdy, I'm Abraham Smith. I teach up at Weber State and co-direct our creative writing program out in the wider world. I'm in a band called The Snarl and Yarns, within which I improvise poetry inside our songs. Going down to Mississippi to record our third record here in May. Our second one is out as of this last January. It's called It Never Ends. And then also I do poetry as much as I can as well. I had a book come out this year uh, called Insomniac Sentinel, all about sandhill cranes and my passion for those birds. So delighted to be here. It's going to be a beautiful evening. It's going to be a wonderful evening. Winningness of all time. You should have a sweatshirt. So far. Uh, (laughs) That says it. And we're going to go with Libby next. Hi, uh, I'm Libby Leonard. I also uh, teach creative writing at Weber State. I also teach a variety of English courses to incarcerated youth, which is wonderful work. And I love it so much. Um, I just barely graduated with my Master of Arts. So I'm just sort of getting started with my writing career. I'm a poet and creative nonfictionist. (laughs) Fictioneer, I guess (laughs) we can say. Um, Super excited to be here. 
I also like that you said you barely graduated, which you meant you just graduated, but everybody else would be like, oh, so her grade yeah. and her writing <laughs> just good enough. Yeah. Just barely over the hump. You know, it could be either. Yeah. I like it to open interpretation. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what poetry is all about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And our producer. What? Yeah. Uh, I'm not even on camera. I don't, I'm out. So anyway, Brandon. Thanks everyone go. for coming. Yeah, did you find me there? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everyone for being in this trailer. It's seven people. I mean, I guess we can do it. So we're doing it. Yeah. Couldn't do this a couple years ago. Brandon actually produces our Check Your Shelves podcast. So well, thank you to Brandon, the Banding Collective, and Patrick. Look out. Look at me. We like to surprise people. Yeah, that was a surprise. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Um, I'm Patrick Ramsey. I'm a poet based here in Ogden, Utah. I also own Happy Magpie Book and Quill which is a pay-what-you-want, use bookshop and uh, writing space here in Ogden. <laughs> nice. And yeah, I went to Weber State. I have a chapbook called Butterflies Are Rare and Beehives. And I write a lot about queerness in the outdoors. And yeah, excited to be here with you guys. It sounded to me that time you said queerness in the outdoors, but... Yeah. It, did you say in or and? In the outdoors. Oh, like the queer identity meeting the outdoors, that's kind of what that's like. That's cool. Awesome. Thanks. And Mr. Davis. Yeah, I'm Sean Davis. <laughs> I live in uh, Astoria, Oregon. I came all the way for this, and it better be good or else I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> oh, shoot. Was that a swear word? I don't know if they use that in the Bible. <laughs> we'll check after. Yeah. I'll be very angry. Uh, I uh, So I wrote um, some books, uh, The Wax Bullet War, um, The Jesus He Deserved, and The Trailer Park Messiah. And I think there's a religious thing, but I didn't mean it to be like that. And did you just really... use Bible swears in all of those? Yeah, it feels the trailer park Messiah. Yeah. Come on. What am I not supposed Come to Come on. It's Messiah. <laughs> no, I meant in those books. Did you stick? Oh to... yes. Yes. <laughs> I used all of the swears for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I'm going to probably do tonight, probably have a lot more than just Bible. That's swears okay. As well. Yeah, that... well, I spent 12 years in the army infantry, man. So, and uh, so that's when you cleaned up your language, yeah. That's what and stopped drinking. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I don't, uh, so I, I um, was a military advisor on some TV shows and a big opera. Uh, I helped out with a movie called Human the Movie, and that was in big in Europe, and it was fun. I teach at Clatsop Community College in, um, in Astoria, which is an amazing, a beautiful town. If you end up in Oregon, you go north as far as you can and then go west as far as you can and that's where a story is at yeah. it, it looks it. fake it's it, such a beautiful town and yeah yeah the official town slogan was we ain't quaint <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Try, still quaint. figuring out what it means but <laughs> no they spent a lot of money on that um <laughs> all right so let's let's start let's jump into Keith, aren't you gonna introduce yourself just because i'm reading your novel i want to hear you uh by sure it's weird now that i did it wait but, but which one are you reading castaway okay oh yeah yeah forthcoming forthcoming yeah, I, I host this podcast for the Utah Humanities. I'm the manager for the Utah Center for the Book. Thank goodness. I absolutely love it. We just finished our 
26th Utah Book Festival that ran from October 1st, October 31st, 78 events in 60 venues with 130 authors. And I think it went well. I, I, I'm still kind of recovering, um, but I do think it went, I think it, overall, I, I learned a lot of lessons. So if anybody's listening, I learned a lot of lessons to learn, but um, it was it was great. But so much help from from folks like like Patrick, who put so, so much together for us and and then there's more for Patrick coming later, but I can't, I can't tell it. You keep dropping. I keep hands. dropping these little <laughs> hints. Um, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm a writer myself. And so, yeah, two novels, one forthcoming, one came out in 2021, which won finalist for High Plains Award, finalist for the Reading the West, um, named the Women's National Book Association uh, books. They mentioned 20 a year and they only had um, two gentlemen. And that was, so I felt really, really proud that mine was two of the 20. So that's been, that has been adapted into a screenplay. We're shopping that around. It's made, just got into the Portland Film Festival, was was official selection and um, into the International Hispanic Festival, which I'm really, really proud of. So yeah, there's that. And then my memoir and then anthology, it's not about me. Um, <laughs> Sounds like. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I am. Uh, I know. <laughs> I was happily not. Um, so let's talk about tonight. So. Let's jump into how this thing goes down, just because a lot of people may not know. Um, if you're in the literary world, I think you do know. Abe obviously has competed in four, one, four, all across the country. Five, 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 five. five. <laughs> five. He, he's going to win tonight, even though he's not judging. So as I don't, we, we wanted to let you all in on this, that Abe's walking out with the with, with another medal, with another medal, um, just for being there. So, so yeah, uh, I'll tell you the 19 second version, which is it's four <laughs> authors reading their own work for. Uh, I already messed up. It's four writers reading their own work for 19 seconds or less. No, the 19 seconds. It's four, four writers reading their own work for five minutes or less. They're judged by three all-star judges in the categories of literary merit, performance, and intangibles. Those three judges say lovely, strange things about each reader, pick two to go to the finals, and those finalists uh, compete in a vaguely literary game to decide who will be the literary deathmatch champion. Think like pin the mustache on Hemingway. Uh, tonight we're doing an Ogden first finale, which I am excited about. And what I always tell the writers is you can't prepare for it. So, um, I, I won't tell you what it is. Otherwise you could prepare for it, but that's, uh, yeah, that's the show in a nutshell. And it's really probably the most fun anybody's ever had period. <laughs> ever. Ever. Wow. Ever. Yes. <laughs> Especially anybody's ever had on November 10th, 2023 yeah. in Ogden, downtown at Nurture the Creative Mind. Slam that's there. It's a guarantee. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Certain. Believe it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's always a riot. And we're so glad to have it in Ogden. I'm so glad we moved it out of Salt Lake. And <clears throat> now that I'm actually, it's actually, I actually have the budget. I'm the one with the budget. It's never going back to Salt Lake. Oh, that Lake. explains why everyone's been so nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, no, it's never going back to Salt Lake City. It's going to stay in Ogden as long as... I love it. Cordon it off. I'm going to do like a version of it when I'm here. I'm going to sneak away and do like a, a mini version uh, and nobody will be there, which will make it like, you know, but uh, Abraham needs his... Um, Needs his medals. He's, his medals. <laughs> you know, he's got to keep. He's got to keep number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's let's hear from. Uh, do you have any questions for the contestants? Uh, I do have questions for the contestants. Okay. Actually, one of the things that uh, just from this, and we're not going to talk in the language that I'm asking about, but I'd be curious, like, what's your relationship to profanity, or you know, swears, and uh, how many? Like, will that impact tonight, or how are you thinking about it? Like, do you think about uh, going? I almost said not going blue. Is that going green? I don't even know what that would even be. <laughs> but like I do clean um, openings sometimes or clean shows sometimes and sometimes I don't. But I wonder how you guys think about that. 
Libby, you you go first. <laughs> oh, me first. You're gonna foul mouth it all show long. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, can't you tell how foul and vulgar I am? Um, no, but uh, I I do. It's the first work, thing I thought when yeah. I saw you. I do work blue. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think that. There's a space kind of for any kind of language in our writing and especially for performance. It's really fun to use all kinds. And so, yeah, for me, I'm, 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 I'm a non-biblical swearing gal. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't swear at all? Oh, I swear oh. a lot. Okay. Sorry. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Again, interpretation. Yeah. But I was um, just joking. I, I honestly don't, I don't have any swear words in this. Really? Not even uh, Bible swear words. Which I, which I seem that are easier. Yeah, yeah. I got, you got two hours. You, yeah, 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 yeah. You have time to revise. <laughs> you get yeah. it. Right? Just change the title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I had a swear word in what I was reading tonight, and then I revised it out this week. Hmm. It was in reference to my mom, and she's going to be there tonight. <laughs> and I don't think that she would have appreciated it, but that's not always. Uh, what matters, but yeah, yeah, maybe that should be the the question, Adrian. Yeah, right. What, what do you dare say in front of your mom? That's the real. Right. That's yeah. I've read some. I'm yeah. I've read some things in front of my mom, like out of my book and stuff. That I'm just like, okay, everyone, my mom is here. This poem is about sex. Let's just get through it. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, I've never read about sex in front of my mom, and I don't <laughs> yet. Think, not yet. Well. We'll see in terms of like resurrection, but I think I'm going to hold that perfect record. Mm. But yeah, what about uh, Sean? Tell us about your profanity. So you're not going to use any profanity tonight, you weakling. I usually <laughs> use it all the time. I, uh, I'm actually pretty shocked it's not in there. I'm, uh, I'll change the title to just <laughs> FSF. <laughs> yeah. um, that's a really good question, and I, I think it. Um, I think it really asks because people always say that about comedians, right? Can they not do a clean show and still get the same the same laugh um, without well, for, the profanity? Yeah. For me, like uh, I I use a lot of profanity because I write a lot of dialogue and my characters are like me. There's I've always felt like profanity is something I use it like commas. Like I'm just throwing it in all the time. And I've I think like just in my normal life, I've figured out a way to use profanity in sort of a passing way where it's just like it's just a mention as opposed to like the exclamation point of it and so and i when i wrote long shot for ea sports the uh, playable movie for madden 18 we could only use three cursed words curse words and uh and they had to be of the biblical variety and i learned the value of the f word and it was like oh man that word has so much power and connotation and like solve so much so when you have to when you have to be more specific in your anger or swearing, it's really, really challenging. And it made, it literally took me hours to figure out how to replace like three F bombs. What about you, Abe? Are you a profanity guy? Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, it slips in there. It slips in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you work outside, you get slivers. And if, if you if you crawl through my poems, you're going to get covered up in some little flammable wicks. <laughs> <laughs> sound like he's more of an innuendo guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I heard you guys had some sips last night. So if we were going to say that in northern Wisconsin, where I come from, we'd say, Crepes, I was half in the big last night, which is what I heard you guys were. <laughs> I love it. Is that right? yeah. So there's a curse for you. Crepes. Half in the bag? I, is it? Crepes? I love it. I come Crepes. from Utah Cri talk Cripes about is actually cri is Christ, right? Crepes. Oh. Or then oh. there's cussing. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, that's what we say in northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin. I love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. We all have a little bit of wolf DNA up there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. 
So when it comes to judging, have you judged before? I, I think one time. Well, we judged together. That's yeah. when we did first we? Yeah. in Salt Lake, wasn't it? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and that's yeah. how the first time yeah. that, that yeah. I was part of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Heck, I was doing. Hell's okay. How Hell's do you, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> How did you feel about, like, what, it's, it feels like a pressure cooker early, I think, because you want to make sure, like, literary merit, the trick to me is, like, just get an early laugh, because it puts a run on the board, and then you relax. And I, Abe knows the show well, so I'm not worried about that. Um, but, like, with people who have never done it before, it's mm-hmm. funny if they come out too smart or esoteric, because it's, like, Oh, oh no, does nobody like me? And everybody's just listening. But that's a really hard thing about performance sometimes is the difference between like, is nobody listening or don't they like me? And usually everybody's just listening. <laughs> but did you, do you remember back to that? Were, were you at all panicked? Or were you like, I am nailing this every no, sentence I was, is a win? I was panicked, but I was really serious. Like, you know, I was very serious about my literary kind of like judging. Right. And if you know me now, that's not me at all. <laughs> right. It's kind of like, you know, my, you know, that's just not. And so, yeah, but I was, I was really serious. And Abe was, I think Abe was like, you gotta chill out. <laughs> 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 you gotta be, you're not here to, t- to prove, to, at least try to prove to people. You're so, so Adrian, is judging harder the first time or participating harder the first time? Well, participating, you can kind of, you, you can just script, you know, you can just say, I'm going to read this thing and you can practice so that you can deliver the thing the way you want. And of course, I, I think it's like karaoke that like, no matter how nervous you get or whatever, once you're done with it, it's like, oh, I get it. And I, now I'm, now I get it. I'm having a good time, but I can understand the stress of doing it. Cause you're just like a competitive thing. I, I want to make sure I'm good enough to win. Um, so I know like the stress of reading is really interesting, but it's the, ultimately it's, it's all stupidity. Um, we just, they're having fun. Um, but the judging, I think I've been forced to judge a couple times in emergency situations. And it is, it's like, you want to make sure it's just like happens really fast. Yeah. And now that we've cut the readings to five minute max, it used to be seven. Like there's, that's not a lot of time to come up with. Oh, mine's three 20 minutes. Things. Oh, I know, I know, I know. No, I know, but you're not using I'm, profanity, so it's fine. <laughs> I can do 20 minutes, we're good? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, I, th- I, I, yeah, I think, I think judging is probably harder. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, I say, I don't know. I mean, I haven't done yeah. either, but you only have five minutes when you're a reader and that's yeah. it. And then it's kind of over, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you're just kind of yeah. reacting off of everything if yeah. you yeah. keep going. So you're not going to reveal the game? I'm not going to reveal the game, but uh, no. Uh, Abe, I wonder for you, like, when you judge tonight, will you make any pre-notes? Because I do notice some people, could we, we hand these notebooks all over the world and they become sort of an archive of the show. So you're going to be following Rashid Newson, who just judged in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you can read his notes or Viet Thanh Nguyen or sammy shaw from melbourne like you're gonna have this access but do you sometimes people i'll see them just writing notes of like oh i want to make sure i say this or th- remember this do you will you do that or are you and how's your handwriting like when i get the notebook back from you <laughs> am i gonna be like holy cow he's he's made it this far with this what is the idea with the notes i'm supposed to send a little note for you so that when you're on the flight back you can say oh yeah there's a i, I could do that I'll, I'll write a haiku for you <laughs> you can do that i would love that but... well my handwriting in the fifth grade i moved to sheldon wisconsin i'm from ladysmith ladysmith is is so 
small, you know, like, you know, the so small, blank, 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 whatever right. you want to say, something that's that tiny. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then we moved down to Sheldon, which is way out there. Literally, the other kids, I went to the lunchroom the first day, and the kids were, were snapping like kids used to do with pencils, uh, mm-hmm. chicken bones between their fingers and slurping the marrow out of the chicken bone. <laughs> so I was like, this is a whole other deal in the basement. <laughs> anyway, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Netzinger was my fifth grade teacher, and she had those Coke bottle glasses with the giant eyes. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? If you've ever seen like a butterfly dead on a sedan grill, those are the sort of the size of her eyes. And she leaned over me with her breath that had sort of the smell of, again, like a coyote and a wolf making out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she said, uh, she said, Abraham, look at your handwriting. And I said, well, I'm looking at it, Mrs. Netzinger. And she said, you'll never amount to anything. Oh, <laughs> and so that's, that's how good my handwriting is. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. First of all, like, here's what, I, what you just told us, the story you just told us is exactly what's great about Literary Deathmatch. If you just told that story in relation to somebody's writing, because they mentioned a butterfly, a car, handwriting, any of it, I, I, like, that's the funniest thing that people who know the show a little more are like, oh, if I just tell a story and then like weave it into the story a little bit, one person mentioned a cat in their story. It was like a throwaway moment. And this judge uh, just talked about how he found his dad's Playboy magazines. And like that's when he was 10 and like how they used to hide them and how he used to go about hiding them. And then at the end, he was just like, oh, and yeah, my cat died when I was young and I was really sad <laughs> when you mentioned a cat. And it was just like this whole thing about how he wove his cat into the very end uh, in some obscure way. And I was like, this is great. You know, and then he just passed the microphone. He didn't judge hardly at all. There was really no judging. But once you figure out that it's just another form of storytelling or improv or feeding back on the sh- on what you've heard, because yeah. the audience, it's like a callback mechanism. It's like the audience he's sees and whatever. And then like if somebody touches their ear and the performance judge is like, oh, when you touch your ear, that reminded me of the third scene of mm-hmm. this movie that I love. Like, mm. it was like wasn't that Carol Burnett? Or, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's it is interesting, and also the specificity that you just used is like, who doesn't want to hear that all night? I mean, I want you to keep oh, telling stories now, and I'm oh, shucks. Well, thank he you. He is going to end up with the medal again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's already done. It's, 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 it's actually back at my house. My dog's got it around her neck. She she just ate the little lace ribbon thing. Oh, great, so, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. She needs another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah, I need nine or ten by the time time I yeah. by midnight. That's, um, that's a great another part of that too is because Sean's been at the house for a day now he's gone back and forth ten times about what he's going to read um, what did you how did you all decide what you planned on today did you go back and forth did great you question. Well, and I feel like someone's still editing yeah yes, oh yes. that is me yeah <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I brought my laptop <laughs> um, yeah. editing. I wanted to write I, I just wanted to have something new I feel like lately in Ogden I've been reading a lot um, cause with happy magpie, I do monthly readings and, or do monthly open mics and always end up putting myself on the list. And yeah, I just was feeling something fresh. I wanted to have a, uh, we usually at happy magpie, when someone writes something new, we yell out new stuff, but not stuff. That's the biblical right. version. Right. Um, so I wanted new to have some sheep. Yeah. New, I want to have some new <laughs> sheep to read. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. Just wanted something new. Yeah. Legit, there are sheep in the Bible. There are yeah. lots yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. Holy sheep. Holy sheep. Otherwise, Holy that would have been a blatant <laughs> curse. <laughs> <laughs> curse 
I second Patrick's experience. I also wanted something new. Um, and I just had an idea in my mind after having like a delicious Wednesday nap. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this is the thing. And so, yeah, I think I think just that having something fun and something new is always. always uh, yeah. Like, I got to say, like going out. Yeah. people who read new stuff, like what what I love is when somebody will email me like years later and be like, hey, the novel. I've got a novel coming out and it was because I wrote this five minute or seven minute piece yeah, just for the show. That's awesome. mm -hmm. So I expect you guys to get awarded many things <laughs> and you. then you to blame me, you know, like uh well case. And then but no, it's really cool. Are you are you reading something new? Or are you uh it's it's nothing that's been anywhere. I I was really I wasn't sure because so when I first started reading live, I was horrible at it and I would never look up and I'm just like always, you know, and and I would drink before doing it, so that didn't help at all. Yeah. And so when, when my very first book, we did a thousand copies, me and some friends, kind of like a self-published thing before. It was like, this was back in like 2002 or something. No, 2004 or five. Anyway, um, we did a thousand copies. We The bookstores all bought like three copies. And they're like, okay, we have 950 <laughs> copies left. Uh, so what we did was we went to open mics, but they didn't, it was Still, Portland is very literary, but we didn't have a whole lot of open mics for readers back mm -hmm. then. So I would read my chapter between bands, like shaking. <laughs> People would throw stuff at us, like, get off the stage. <laughs> but we'd always sell like four or five books. And I think they just felt bad for us. Good. The problem was we just used all that money to buy beer with. Right. But, um, so uh, my my whole point to this is, it's really like thinking about what is the venue and how the people are going to react. And you always want a little bit something funny, especially if you're doing something short. But I like to put the, you know, different conflicts and different ends of the spectrum with emotions in there. And so it's like, well, what can I do to do that? And I was just going to go straight funny for a while. And because there was a point in my life, we were talking about it last night. Or I was in the military in Germany, but I was I was a stripper at night, and I wanted to. I was gonna write about that. Like right now, I don't think I'm gonna do that. And then, uh, and then there was just uh, like all these things kept floating through my brain. I used a firefighter for a long time, a you know, wildland firefighter. I was like, I could do something like that, but I don't know if that's topical. So I wasn't really sure what I was gonna do until I realized it's the day before Veterans Day, and you know I was in the military, so I'm gonna do a little story about the military. Yeah, I know. I know the stories that are like the easiest winners, but it's like George Saunders and Edgar Carrot can't do the show every time. They're just busy. <laughs> but now, no, I know. Like, there's there's a few tricks that unlock the show, but that is never foolproof. Like any time that I'm like, oh, that's got it, and it's really interesting. Sometimes when the show happens, and I hear a reader, and I'm like, ah, well, good luck to the person following them. And I love when that person then nails it. it. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, ah, oh, this show is so fun because I do think, like, I don't know if this is true for you guys, but I do think the fact that it's a competitive show just makes you amp it up like a few percentage points. It does, you know, because you want to do better. Yeah. And I do think when you see somebody kill it, or when the crowd is going nuts for somebody, you're like, all right, let's go like i don't know there is something to that so gotta, i do think you got that Brandon. great performances what's that you gotta cut oh that. yeah oh yeah. darn it <laughs> on it can we bleep see see how casually Wait, I said let me it. mark it's that cool, right? uh, mark so that it, it worked though mark yeah, yeah. let's blank and go let's no what was it 
I don't know what he said. I'm, I'm Mark. Oh. Let's, let's, see, Mark. let's sheep and go. Let's sheep, sheep and go. And yeah. I've, I've yeah, rolled yeah. into the. That's into the thing, right? I just mentioned how I'm so casual about professionalism. <laughs> anyway. If, yeah. Do, am I eliminated? Is this like. <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, you have to leave Ogden in two minutes. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, this is, yeah, we yeah. brought you here. Yeah, to sit was, outside the trailer. <laughs> actually, an intervention. As we cuss, everybody has to leave. <laughs> yeah. The last person. New rules, new game. Nobody even knows. I love it. This is great. Yeah, but yeah, speaking of that, it's like it's got it's different every time for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm at 590 shows. 540. 540. Yeah. So this would be the 541st show. That's yeah. the zip code for Oregon. Is it one? It's the area code for the um phone. So five four one. Five four one. Yeah. Jeez, to give an Abe all the material to give you a win. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nicely played. Well, I was just yeah, I was just I gotta think say, of some more stuff. How Please. is Abe gonna work that in to get them get the medal? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. That's a really important thing. <laughs> Libby's like, well, my middle three digits of my phone number five four one. No big deal. Like she's just gotta pull it back here. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I told everyone. Yeah. No, uh, Abe's gonna use it as something like, you know, five four one. Adrian says I won five. I said I won four, but right. I've always won one. one I'm number one. one number That's one. Right. There you go. Simon hours. Rich is also won three or four. So, okay. but and I did talk to you once. I think I was like, "What if we had you two read against each other?" And you're like, "I'm effectively retired, but I'm I'm up." You know, basically, you're like, "How much money am I going to get?" You know, and that's <laughs> when it comes to money, that's where literary death match is. Hero's like, journey. The yeah, yeah. yeah. hero doesn't. It's like I can't. I can't. I think. So. All right, I'll I, do it. Yeah, Kazem Ali, who, with whom I share. Oh, yeah. number four. So we're going to do a, a duel. A death match one of these years. So there is yeah. this myth that I've heard now twice from Abraham about how Kazim Ali has won four times, but Kazim's only done the show one time. So like Kazim <laughs> is doing the PR here, which he I is. love. He is. He, yeah. I love it. Yeah. He, yeah. And I don't even know if he won or if they won the show that they did. Yeah, they did. They did win. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. That was in Tampa. I think I was judging that. Mm -hmm. Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, great. AWP. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Should we do a show at AWP again? I'm like, now that I'm in Australia, it's such a haul, but where's yeah. the next one? Kansas City. My brother lives there and I kind of think, eh, skip it. Um, but <laughs> is, when is it? Is it in March? March. See, that sucks. It's first weekend of March, yeah. I think. I can't yeah. doing that. When, I feel like it's February. Is it February? It's the last wow. weekend in February. Is it the last weekend? Yeah. Oh, oh, man, okay. a roundhouse kick to the I jaw. I can't go unless yeah. unless we can top what we did last time. We, we no. crashed the VIP part. Yeah, we crashed. Yeah. I was wearing a hockey jersey. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one most important? Yeah, it was Seattle. that was Seattle. Oh, right. There was like sixteen thousand people in Seattle that time. That was mm, a oh, big wow. one. And mm -hmm. then the, they had the VIP party at the top of the hotel, and we just kind of nuzzled in the elevator, <laughs> like and went yeah. to the top, like and it. yeah, it was we we had a ball. Actually, speaking yeah. of Seattle, Abraham, do you remember the one you won in Seattle? It was in that small room where that asshole, that butthole kept. <laughs> I guess <it's> okay. <laughs> that guy kept uh, hazing, just like talking trash the whole show. I do remember that. Yeah. I was going through like a. Was he in the audience? Or? Yeah. So oh, there's, man. so it. Okay, so I want to tell the story of the show. I was going through a breakup, basically. Somebody that I knew that I shouldn't be. I was like an infatuation, but I really fell hard and it was basically over and then i had to fly to awp in seattle and i was living in la at the time couldn't have cared less and so i had a panel the day before or that morning and i basically said at the panel i was like i don't know what i'm gonna say but it will be the truth and i said some stuff about the literary world and literary magazines and the crowd was like i am so into this guy he's not sugarcoating right that night we had to do the show and it was in a small room and it wasn't like pack pack. So I was automatically annoyed, but I probably hadn't promoted it properly. And this guy was sitting by the stage and he was the biggest 
AWOD ever. And he just kept <laughs> like talking. And finally, it's the book. AWOD. It's the book of AWOD. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At one point, I just turned to him, and he's very close. He's like three feet away from me, and I just go, "Nobody in this room cares about." anything that you have to say and he said well why don't i come up there and kick the sh out of you yeah and i st like there was this pause by me in which two things went through my head i thought uh pick up the microphone and smash him in the face with the bottom of it right and i'm not a violent person that would be a wild reaction and the second thing that fleeted through my mind too quickly and i regret it was i should have i should have just left which would have been epic because, like, this show has gone on. That would have been, like, the th holy crap, do you remember that time? But why was Will Smith in Seattle? Funny. Well, there's a funny turn to it, oh, which is uh, after we got through the show, and I, I couldn't get the crowd to fully turn on this guy because he was so belligerent and drunk. Uh, and then you ended up winning. And I think two people dove. I remember Andre Perry diving for the buzzer, and I think you might have hit it, or he might have been representing your team or something. Yeah, I think I hit it. Okay, you got it. Yeah. And then you got the final thing, and then it was over. Yeah. But after the show, uh, somebody's like, oh, that's Chris Farley's little brother. And I was like, okay, well... Hey, I, you can listen. Like for real? Again, again from Wisconsin and more than half in the bag. <laughs> more than half in the bag. Uh, Fully in the bag. I hate Grapes. it. I don't, I don't know if I've told that story. And if he ever hears this, then you should have shut up. Like, And come after me. Come, come at me at a show if you want. But you were definitely in the wrong. Uh, so that's fine. Well, Patrick's mom's coming tonight. And I hear that's what she does. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what yeah. I hear. throws punches. Yeah, so. she talks trash. So I better win tonight yeah. or else. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. going to. Yeah. That was the worst. All right, I'll vote for you. Man. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know if you remember that in any way. I do. I also want to put put in some plugs for falling in love and other things. You know, uh, when I did the third man, <laughs> the third man records one, actually, I ended up getting a book on third man books after that. So, okay. so that happened. And spinning Jenny, speaking of the yeah. way back when, you know, Beth and I ended up dating after. Really? We did. Beth Harrison, right? Yeah, Beth Harrison. Oh, she's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, she is. She is. Did, so, was it at that show that like that triggered this stuff? Yeah, the things See? that the lemonade started to sweeten. Man, <laughs> that's the thing. Here's the thing is like sometimes we've had shows where not enough people show up or we've had shows where I'm like, ah, this wasn't a little, but like either we've recorded it or we've gotten an opportunity or somebody fell in love or something. And I was like, this is great. In the third literary death match of all time, or maybe the second one, uh, I remember this guy got up. He, he wrote about this later that he had brought his date. It was like their second date. And he got up to read and he realized he didn't know if he should leave his bag with her. Like he, he it was just a moment of like, oh, should I bring up my bag? And she's like, oh, I'll watch it. And he said in that moment, he knew he was going to marry her. And they got married like years wow. later. But like he was like, oh, this person is the one. Um, the, trust, and I, the trust was there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, low bar, but, you know, it's, <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah. That is the lowest bar I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah not, not even an ant or a flea could do the limbo under that bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know. You do ask strangers to watch your bag all the time. Yeah, like. yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, I haven't, uh, I haven't dated anyone who I've been like, oh, could you watch my laptop? I have to go to the bathroom at a cafe. But, you know. Have you it, tried? It's out there. Exactly. I haven't. I mean. It obviously works. It's obviously works. And you've known this for a long time. I know. It's what? like, ah, <laughs> why didn't I internalize it? Oh, yeah.
Should have been doing this from the beginning. Is everybody in this room in love or is somebody going to fall in love tonight because of literary deathmatch? I better not. My wife will get... Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm not letting anybody watch my bag tonight. Right, right. (laughs) Hey-o. Hey-o. No, I'm letting someone watch my bag tonight. All right, right, right. Hopefully. So you're going to let them watch or you don't need them to watch your bag because you have somebody to watch the bag? No, I need someone to watch my bag. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there we go. Let's go. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Looking for a bag watch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's why I brought my tote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you may bring five or six bags along and just... <laughs> yeah, just the same talk. Could you watch? Could you watch? Yeah. yeah. It's more of a shotgun effect. Yeah. Or attempt. Uh, what about you, Abe? Uh, always looking to fall in love. That's what we poets do, right? You know, we just, we're always falling in love with our with our own visage in the puddles out there by the barn and, uh, and anywhere and everywhere else. I love it. Libby? Oh, man. People watching uh, your bag or not watching your bag tonight? My bag is an independent bag. I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, it holds its own. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need anybody to watch my bag. So, yeah. I, I will say to what you said, Abraham, uh, Abe, Abraham, I don't know, uh, Smithy, um, definitely not that. I like I have a couple tenets to my writing. One is keep making it worse for your characters. And one is every star every story is a love story. Yeah. Do you think sure. that same way? I do. Does anybody else or are you guys a bunch of callous Fs? No, I think that same way. I yeah. mean, what is the point of anything if not love at the end of it? Yeah. Right. Right. Libby? I agree. I mean, I think to to be a writer is to be in love with like everyone and everything all of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that And that leads to heartbreak. A lot of the time, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. which is also great fodder. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's the heartbreak from the smallest things. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what writers live. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Sean, do you think every story is a love story or no? This is a bunch of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Get our hallmark out of here. Get out of here. here. Just kidding. Um, No, but my my whole thing is like every sentence should either develop character or move story um but as far as love stories go I've, I've written some that there wasn't any love in it at all but i think well, like talking about Cormac mccarthy i think the road was one of his best books because he introduced love to it you know it, right. wasn't, it was between the, the father and the son but it was still just amazing so i love I'm, I'm a big fan but i don't write it all the time yeah mm-hmm. big fan of love over here <laughs> he went on record sean went on record <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, you're at 40 case we're at 40 okay we did it Cool. All right. We got that means we have five minutes. Does that mean we've you said we've forty k? That's how many swear words we've used. That's, <laughs> we are at a max. <laughs> we got five more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. You said we're at forty, but the amount that you're going to have to edit out right. probably it's, at yeah. 20. You can probably talk another twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. There's so many swear words. <laughs> yeah. I thought that we were supposed to get five hundred and forty-one. I know. That was <laughs> see. <laughs> Tonight, we still have tonight. Yeah. Like, but yeah, in fairness, silently, I've been cussing over the yeah. <laughs> That's true. I've actually heard I, a little I, bit I of it. Like, I really well, did bring all of the swears. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm going to go back to Oregon. Like, what'd you do? It's like, well, we talked a lot about swearing, and I drank whiskey in a trailer. Yeah. Like, you went to where? Utah. That sounds perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. They love it. Wow. Yeah, we're Something's going down. People yeah. love the podcast. We're they hit. heard about the death We're match. hit. Um, does anybody want to say anything else before we've got a couple minutes before, you know? Patrick? I, I would like to, <laughs> I have a question just generally, which is like this oh. gesture, which is the pinky out, thumb up, all the other fingers curled, like, hang like loose. the cool hang loose. Yeah. Yeah. I really, 
I like it, and I've never used it in my life, and I really think it's fu- f- so funny. I, I think it's I only use funny. it in Hawaii. Okay, have yeah. you used it really? Yeah, in Hawaii, I do. They use that? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't know. it's like surfing. Yeah. I don't like yeah, that. I, I, I wish I didn't in, know that. I lived I in Oahu <laughs> for for I lived in Oahu for three years, and the famous surfer who started that had his three fingers bit off. That's why. Oh. Wow, that's a tragic. Oh, that's, that's is, terrible. Gone yeah. low well, low. well, there was no love in that. There was no love. In yeah, that. yeah. Well, now it's a tribute. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, the shark had knee. That's lovely. A lovely <laughs> knee. Yeah, a lovely knee. The shark had and lovely teeth in the shark's mouth. He only took what he needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, on that note uh, this is Case Johnson this is the Utah Humanities check your shelves bookcast bookcast podcast I like that bookcast book, I don't even book, know what that is book, but it's bookcast yeah. yeah what the heck's a pod man I, I know this um, is a pod right. this is a, we're, we're in a pod we're literally we're in a podcast yeah so and I just want to thank everybody for being here and um, tonight's going to be a really great night um, we will record it it will be on our Utah Humanities YouTube channel which gets at least six hits a year well, uh, I know I know yes. actually can I just ask real quick yes. just to ruin yeah. the close who's going to win tonight Case who do you think is going to win Abe yeah there we, there go. we go as a judge as a judge. I already got the medal. I know. <laughs> it's already it's first ever. Uh, I don't know. That's a great because I this is a great you, question. If you make him lose when his mom shows up. I know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want a handicap. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. Gonna I know be good. The matchups are great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have sorry. the the only person's work I haven't read is Libby's. So there we go. So missing it's, it's going to be the dark, the dark horse. I've known this guy the for like 20 years and like he has not read any of my stuff. That is not true. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> not true. Anyways, thank you all so much for coming. It's going to be a great night. Thank you for listening. Check us out at utahumanities.org and Utah Humanities on YouTube and our podcast, Check Your Shelves. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks, Brandon. Yay. Thanks, guys, buddy. Yeah, yeah we got it. We did it. Well done. Thanks, Case, for...